Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. All right, Brian, it is now time for our Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag. It's where we turn things over. Uh, to our dear, sweet listeners uh, for their questions. Let them kind of take some things over. Uh, first question here for from Sean. If Cooks, Tyler Smith, and Martin have no setbacks this week and we finally get to see the starting offense at full strength, uh, where does the Cardinals' defense look to exploit to give them their best chance of slowing down Dak and this offense? So like we were just talking about, Brian, a lot of the disguises and things like that, that's yeah. where the Cowboys would struggle. But what do you think the game plan actually is going to be from Jonathan Gannon and crew. Do you think they are going to try to blitz a little more? Do you think they are going to try to, to break some things through? Metrics will tell you they're one of the least ble- one of the least blitzing teams in the league. I think they're near the bottom when it comes to blitzing. That's at least through two games. So to me, I think they're going to try and do it through disguise is what they're going to do. But I just don't think they can live by that alone. The, the Giants, you know – I think that the Giants were a compromised offensive line. They're not as good. We've seen that with our own eyes. The Commanders, you know, I feel like that the Commanders have some good offensive linemen, but there were some times where they're able to get some pressure, you know, just by rushing their down guys and then bringing those linebackers and stuff. I think that they saw the Jets film with with the Jets just kind of rushing four and they they didn't get home. This might – change Jonathan Gannon's tune a little bit that we have to maybe come after Dak maybe we have to play out of character a little bit I think how they how they design 
their 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 packages, their rush packages, but when they do them, you know, it, it, you can't. I don't think you could go through a whole game not blitzing, but I kind of feel like that they're going to have to disguise, and they're going to have to try and fool Dak into some some issues, whether him having to throw the ball away. But it, I, I do see them bringing blitz, even though the metrics tell me that they don't blitz. I think they're going to have to supplement it to try and get past this Dallas Cowboys offensive line that's done a pretty nice job in protection. Yeah, when we talk about blitzing too, uh, I mean, look, they've we mentioned that this secondary has had trouble before. Is that part of the evaluation you think for Jonathan Gannon? Is like, yeah. look, yeah, if we if we don't blitz, we're we're exposing we what can't, is already well, a secondary with bad bad tendencies. Yeah, but look, you know, like I said, the, the, I think the Commanders have a good group of receivers. You know, I think the Cowboys have a really good group of receivers. I just think there's some tendencies that need to be broken if you're the the if you're the Cardinals because your opponent, you look at, you know, and Gannon understands he's played he's played against. Dak Prescott. I mean, he's had yeah. a different he's had a different group of rushers, of course, but he's also known there's some things about Gannon that that one of the reasons like Philadelphia fans like where's the pressure? Where's the blitz? Where's the you know where's the creativity? There were some things that were said about him, and this might just be his mo. This might be hey, I'm just going to do it this way. I'm going to show you, but man, they get in a lot of looks and then dive out of there. I could see them getting in looks and saying, "No, nah, we've got to we've got to try and get somebody home before Prescott gets that ball out." He knows he's he knows he has a problem with his two corners. He knows that. At the end of the 21 season, the Cardinals beat the Cowboys at AT&T Stadium and they had a really successful day kind of, you know, uh getting to Dak Prescott, making things tough on him. Buda Baker's not playing this week, but I did right. want to go find this quote because uh, this was something that I thought was really interesting at the time. Jane Slater, who I work with at the NFL Network, interviewed Buda after the game and asked how they were able to disrupt the offense. And he said, we knew we had to disguise. Dak Prescott is a really good quarterback. We knew that if we just showed a static coverage, he was going to dice us up. So we disguised right. a lot. Everyone focused on doing their job. Each and every play, one play at a time, just do your job. Everything else was going to take care of itself. So kind of what we talked about there, Brian, a little bit yeah. is that disguising coverages, trying, you know, mess up the pre-snap read for Dak a little bit is going to be a big focus for the Cardinals. Uh, next question here, and we've gotten a version of this from several people today. Uh, I'll ask the first one here from uh, De La Cruz, who's asking, how many drops until Hendershot loses playing time? And the <laughs> other variation of that is a little more, you know, we get somebody asking when, uh, you know, Luke Schoonmaker is going to finally take yeah. more of the snaps away. We had somebody else asking, uh, does Schoonmaker, do we envision Schoonmaker overtaking Ferguson at, as tight end one at any point this season? Um, I, I do find it interesting that Schoonmaker has been put behind Hendershot to this point, um, especially with some of the drops that Hendershot's had. But Hendershot's also done a really good job blocking mm -hmm. uh, early on. But you would think you're not going to lose much of that going to Schoonmaker. So I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out the, the tight end combination as it is. I think they they appear pretty committed to Jake Ferguson as the one at this point, mm -hmm. um, and maybe down the road that changes. But I think for this season, Ferguson's probably the one. But uh, it is interesting to think, Brian. Do you think Schoonmaker at any point soon becomes the number two in the rotation? Possibility, but to me, I, I'm I'm totally okay with what's going on with the tight end room right now. You know, let me get through 
let me get through five, six games, maybe even get to the bye and start to think about, you know, do we need to make some changes here? I'm, I just wish that, that uh, Hendershot would have put his right foot in the ground and just burst for the goal line, you know, instead of kind of, you know, you know just kind of maybe reading the edge, you know, reading Hunter Lipke's block really not the right way. Didn't feel like he had the speed to get to the corner. Well played by the Jets, but he's got to put his foot in the ground and score. You know, they've had some drops. They've had some things. I thought the tight ends as a whole played pretty well last week. I really did. I, I don't have a problem with what's going on right now. I, I just think they're finding they're finding roles for these guys. And I, I I really believe with all my heart because I'm a as you know, the draft show, I was a huge fan of Luke Schoonmaker. I think Michigan did him no favors with their offense the way they used him. Because I think he's a really I think he catches the ball better than what we've even seen. And he had, and for a big guy, he's a good route runner. And I just don't see him coming off the field. But right now, let him get two or three more games in. Let him have, you know, maybe he gets three, four targets, three of them are first down catches or whatever, and then you then you can make the determination that okay, he's ready to be that guy. I think in week three, we need to just kind of keep the receipt. Excuse me, keep the tight ends in the order they're in now. And then let this thing play out by maybe week six, week seven, you'll have a different view. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Question from JC here. Uh, what needs to be done to improve the red zone efficiency? Is it X's and O's or execution? Execution. Ron, I, know you, I, yeah. I know you felt very Absolutely. much like execution. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because the X's and O's were fine. There was some really, and we did creativity talk. If you go back and watch the episode that we did Monday after the game, we talked about what were the issues. Tyron Smith had two 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 bad plays. Uh, he had a, a, a critical holding that brought back a touchdown, and then he also had a, uh, the situation where he also just completely missed, the, missed block the block with the block, and and uh, your the Jets defensive tackle uh, Quinn and Williams was able to make a two yard loss on the play. So you know those are the kinds of things that you're going to deal with. I felt like the Jets covered you pretty well when you tried to run tight bunch and put Tolbert and get him lost in the traffic. Like, you know, you're kind of like, we're going to put him over here. It's going to, we're going to, the play is going to start. He's going to delay. And then he's going to go to his left. But the, there's, I almost said Eagles. There's three jet defenders standing over on the cross that gets sacked, you know, nowhere to go with the ball. Probably should have just thrown it out of bounds on that particular time. But it's, to me, it is more about, and, and I said about the, uh, about uh, Hendershot, you know, plant the right foot, boom, die for the goal line. You're a big guy. Just take the ball, just die for the goal line. You're a foot away. You know, don't get tackled. Don't, you know, he, you know, it was just, it, it didn't work out great. But there there are some very creative things that they're trying to do. And I think these things will improve. I also do believe, Bobby, one last thing. I do believe that Mike McCarthy was calling plays in a way also to try and see how tough his offense was. You know, that they don't they, – they really – there's no Ezekiel Elliott anymore. We had – you know, Zeke was always the hand the ball to him inside the six. He was going to get to the two. Hand the ball to him again, he might get to the one. Hand the ball to him again, he was going to score. 
You know, there was a certain element of toughness with Ezekiel Elliott running the ball and a certain element with the way they blocked. I think that Mike McCarthy was testing that a little bit in this play call in this last week. Last question here, and we can kind of build off of uh, what you just had talked about there with what they potentially miss with Ezekiel Elliott, and maybe they need to go look for a goal line type of back or a red zone type of back. Um, but Jacob wants to know, has Deuce Vaughn surpassed Rico as running back two already? Rico nope. played a, a few more snaps than Deuce. I, I agree. Absolutely I, I think not. They, Absolutely I think not. they found some change-up moments for Deuce, and I think yeah. they'll – They'll try to do that moving forward, but I still think Rico is their number two running back. I'm not sitting. I, I mean, I totally appreciate what Deuce Vaughn brings. I'm going to say this, and and it's probably going to piss people off, and I'm not. That's not my my intent, but this is my thought. I think they went to the Deuce Vaughn package a series or two early in that football game the other day. It, you're seven nothing. You get a three and out. You get the ball back. You find a way to drive that and get another touchdown, you effectively have killed the Jets 14 points. You know, you run Deuce in there, you have a couple of you know, a couple of plays where it's close, he has the juggle, you know, maybe a little nerves there with the ball. He's usually a very clean catcher of the football, but then you had to punt. So you wasted an opportunity there. Um, if you run that package, maybe you know, right before half or you run that package the start of the second quarter or you know whatever you want to however you want to play it I, I think it would have been better served than running at the second series of the of the game I, I i i went from feeling like and i know you and i talked about this and shame on us i guess would he be a healthy scratch you know and here they are they throw a second package of the game is him running the football Rico Dowdle, you're going to need him in this game this week, Rico Dowdle, and I'll tell you why. Because if the if if Arizona does bring pressure where they bring linebackers and stuff like that, which they you know which the metrics will tell you they haven't, but if all of a sudden they said you know what our best chance is pressuring Dak Prescott this way, then you're going to need somebody to blitz pickup. Nothing against Deuce Vaughn, his 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 shorter his lack of height will cause problems at times. He wasn't asked to do that at Kansas State. He was asked to carry the football and catch the football. And he was very, very good at doing both. So I think in this, I think this week, though, um, it needs to be Rico Dowdle going forward. And by the way, Deuce, of course, had the, the nice play in space with the catch and then followed it up with the run. Yeah. There's still, there's still time and place, I think, where, where Deuce Vaughn can be used. Great job by Jalen Brooks with a really great block on the edge to get him on it. Deuce Vaughn will have his day in the sun. It, I just felt like that it was a little early in that Jets game the other day. Yeah, I I, that, I think that's fair. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was good block there from Jalen Brooks. If anybody yeah. has a chance to go back and watch, you should check it out. Uh, that does it for us here on The Love of the Star. We will be back with you guys again tomorrow, which will be Friday when you're hearing this. Uh, and so uh, we will be back with the final episode, our picks, a preview of the Cardinals offense and how the Cowboys can attack them. For Brian Broaddus, I'm Bobby Belt. We will talk to you guys again later.